0: If your spider plant is looking peaky, and that Venus flytrap you bought just kicked the bucket, you need On the Ledge, the podcast about indoor gardening, where you learn everything you need to know to keep your house plants looking lush. I'm Jane Perone. Join me and a host of wonderful guests to chat all things house plants at On the Ledge podcast.
1: and welcome to Miles to Memories. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by Joe Chung and Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you this week. I'm going to start by talking about some travel. I'm actually planning travel, booking flights with Frontier. I ran into some mishaps, but uh, had some wins in the end. Mark and Joe are going to make fun of me for chasing this deal with my status. I'll let you guys decide. Plus, Mark is going to update us on what happened with City Las Vegas hotels are now banning food and drink from the outside, or at least some are. And Disneyland can now reopen in April. All of that coming up right now, plus rapid fires and more. If you like the show, please consider subscribing. MTMPodcast.com is where you can go for that. We're also in your favorite podcast app. Just search for Miles to Memories. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. What's up, gentlemen? How have you been? How has your week been? Mark, I know you're going to Tell us all about your latest thing with city, But I think more importantly, the turkeys came back, right? The turkeys came back to your house and uh, you have an infestation?
0: Almost like a year to the date because the Facebook post came up Friday, maybe Saturday, of like the turkeys standing outside my front door, the one that chased my car down and uh, almost attacked my daughter and I had a beat beat off with a broom. So I posted that. I was like, if these things come back when I get home, I'm going to be very upset. And I wake up Sunday morning to like seven or eight turkeys in the backyard. And then I go around the front yard and there's four of them in the front yard. <laughs> and my daughter's like, oh no, oh no, I got we're not going anywhere today. We're not going anywhere. She wouldn't even walk in front of the window that they were out front. Like she would run past the window thinking they were gonna like bust through and take her out. <laughs> so Since I'm turkey trained now, uh, you know, I got the broom, I went outside and I, you know, yelled at them and pushed it at them and stuff and moved them over to the neighbor's yard. So it was their problem, the ones in the front yard, uh, so we could get in the car and stuff. And then the ones in the backyard were just like chilling in the sun, laying down. And by the time we got back, they're all gone. We haven't seen them since. So I don't know, the, the very violent one or the stupid one, I guess you could say, didn't come back this year, it seems or it it recognized, you know, me from last year and was like, I'm not messing with him. But I know Joe loves the wild turkeys. It's his favorite thing. Yeah. I hope you marked your territory. And then that's
1: why that turkey didn't come back. (laughs) How come we didn't get any videos of you you getting attacked by a turkey this year?
0: Kirsten did take a video of me pushing them back, but they weren't, they didn't come at me this year. Where last year, like the one that was standing in front of the door, I hit it with the door several times. It like, Fluttered backwards and then ran at me and started pecking the glass. And this is the one that as I'm backing up in a, you know, two ton vehicle, however heavy vehicles are, I don't even know. I'm backing up in a vehicle and it's pecking the side of my car as I'm backing up and I think I'm going to run it over. This other male was very tame. I went at him, I yelled, and he he backed off and said, Come on, ladies, let's leave. <laughs>
1: Good to see that you're uh, still standing uh, for yet another fight. I'm the man of this year. house. <laughs> Hopefully next year we'll get a, alpha a proper turkey male right turkey here. to come and, and attack you.
2: Mark is, Mark is the alpha turkey. He is the turkiest <laughs> yes. of all turkeys. At honest.
1: least for this year. Wait till, you know, we got the alpha turkey. He's, I'm he's, kind of uh,
0: sad because I really wish I would have got last year on video because it would have been epic, like viral for sure. The stupidness that happened <laughs> with my... My son locking my daughter out of the car and her losing her mind, screaming, he won't let me in. He won't let me in. And he's like, go to the other side. Ah, children. Or no, it was my son that got locked out. My daughter wouldn't. Leave. We were all the way to the door and she just booked it back to the car. She was not hanging around as soon as he started to charge. but Don't take man. them to uh, Jurassic Park, Mark. I don't think they'll both make it home. Oh, how cool would it be if that was a real thing, though? Until like they break free and eat everybody, but up until that point, it'd be the coolest place.
1: And we still it'd like, smash call for it. like <laughs> every time you see the movie, you're like, you see Jurassic World, you're like, oh, this is so cool. You, you always like forget how it ends. Oh yeah, I want to yeah. be there. And then everybody dies, and then you just, It would by far be the coolest place ever. Absolutely. So what you been up to, Joe? Got
2: uh, some personal news. Holding up a sticker saying I've been vaccinated for COVID nineteen. Got my first oh, dose yeah. on Friday pretty exciting. I had to wake up at 5 a.m. on Wednesday to get a uh, boarding group for my COVID-19 vaccine. But technically, teachers still cannot get vaccinated in Massachusetts. But CVS, after the president said they wanted uh, all teachers to have their first shot by the end of the month, CVS opened it up to all teachers all around the country. So if you're an educator, you already know this. But if you're an educator in any state, you can uh, get vaccinated CBS already no matter what your state says.
1: Wow, it's I didn't hear I didn't hear that. I know here in Vegas or in Nevada they were already allowed to to do that, so I guess that's why it cuz
2: you're a decent state. There.
1: Yeah, our teachers got <laughs> our teachers <laughs> got them, like 48. in the
0: first wave like with my wife, the teachers got it like at that point.
2: So, sorry for you, Joe. They had to wait. <laughs> it's okay. It's uh anyway, I'm not talking about it too much because I had like so much vaccine envy, so we can move on. Wanted to well, say officially that I'm on my way to maybe traveling one day.
1: Right, How well, many eggs are you bring on your
2: travels? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Prepare. No, oh, that's later. We're talking about that later. <laughs> We're talking about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Let's get into the show and we'll, we'll talk about envy because I know both of you guys are envious of my Frontier Elite 100K status that I We're bought and paid in 49 good US Bar dollars none. for. I'm
2: as green as the uh, I'm as green as the
1: tail of a uh, Frontier planes yeah. Yeah, with envy. Forty nine greenbacks, I paid for my status, and you knew I was going to have to get my value out of it somehow. But actually, I'm going to Texas uh, in April. I was able to book flights, eighty one dollars round trip from Las Vegas to San Antonio, so that was really great. On Frontier, booked my flights. I went back and forth because it was eighty one. Thanks for the invite, by the way. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks. it's in the mail, Mark. It's in the mail. <laughs> Yeah, so it was $81. And I was just going back and forth on whether I wanted to use points to book it or just to pay cash. Because Frontier being the low cost carrier that they are, they actually charge higher fares through the through the online travel agents like Expedia or whatever. So when I booked through, for instance, thank you points, it ended up being right around 7400 at 1.25 cents, because I think the cash price was $91 instead of the $81 I could have paid for Frontier. But I was like, okay, I'll do that. I have a lot of thank you points. And that turned out to be like the biggest mistake I could make. That $49 ended up costing you a ton of money or time <laughs> and money. <laughs> well, it's... time, time is money. So it costs you. All right. So the other mistake I made, I'm like, I'm always paranoid about having to change flights. So I always book everything as a one-way flight. And I think that's a good kind of tip for a lot of people. Cause that way, if you have to change one of them, you don't affect the other one. And so I booked two one-way flights problem being that i ended up with two reservations and i tried to add my frequent flyer number when i booked with city but it didn't carry over to the frontier site and unfortunately that meant i didn't get any of my benefits like free carry-on bag free seat selection all that and so i was really upset but then i called frontier and for one of my reservations they were really easily able to add my number and i was able to get everything and then for the second reservation it took like an hour like the website kept asking for the last name of the contact and it had city connections as the first name of the contact and it grayed out the last name so you couldn't put anything there. And of course I I couldn't get it to work so I called them and the person on the other line couldn't get it to work for like an hour. And she wouldn't tell me she couldn't get it to work. She just kept saying, hold on, I'm getting an email sent to you for like an hour. Every like 30 seconds she would come on the phone. (laughs) She works for city too? (laughs) I guess so she's like I'm still working on the email I'm so and then finally after like 30 minutes she's like can I put you on hold and then I don't know after like a long period of time it was about an hour on the phone she finally got it to stick and then I could we could assign the seats because we got exit row and all of that and then I promise you two minutes later get off the thing with her and I get a message from my friend saying oh my god like that weekend doesn't work well The, the next weekend will work better Right after I had just spent all of this time, multiple phone calls with Frontier and trying to use my status and making sure everything works, trying to save points or save cash by using points. And then I was like, oh, my God, I was going to respond to him like, no, I'm not going to change it. That's it. This is the way it is. You already made me through it as I should have. But then I was like, well, maybe the Frontier website will actually let me change this flight for free without any issues. Went on there, clicked around and 30 seconds later, the flights were changed as easy as it possibly could be. So that was a win from Frontier after all the other frustration. So I mm-hmm. guess I'm winning. In sounded the end like, my it sounded like so an far.
0: overall loss to me, man. No, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm winning. I'm
1: winning. I saved. I got, I got exit row seats, not paying for any bags, a direct flight. I'm still winning. Still winning. Sure.
2: You keep telling yourself <laughs> that. I just feel like, Sean, you're reselling business. It's doing pretty well. Miles members is doing pretty well. I don't feel like you need to go through all this to get a deal. You know, like, I don't, like, uh, I think you're a little bit younger than me, but we are middle aged people. Well, maybe not Mark. He's a baby, but, you know, like, I don't think we need to go through <laughs> like all this two trouble. Years. <laughs> hey, he's a baby. I'm gonna... Look I'm at all those gray decade, hairs bro. and his beard, he's a baby. I'm in a different decade, bro.
0: But uh <laughs> This is like when you're like, Yeah, your kids are younger when you have younger children
2: than I do. <laughs> no, no no no. You got that you got that twisted, Mark. I thought your
1: kids were like in high school. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. You got it backwards. You got it backwards.
1: But That's anyway. Right. But no, it's so not a deal, I, Joe. I, I, it's a direct flight. It's the it's the best flight to get there. That's it's the, the, the only thing. It, is it is it
2: the only direct flight? Because like I, yeah. I just, that or know, spirit, actually, I could do spirit, between, I mean, yeah, spirit between would be better you, between your experience and Mark's experience. I'm like, I'm never going to fly this airline. I guess, I guess if it's a direct pl- flight, but I don't know, it just sounds so painful.
1: Well, had I booked it directly on their website and just put the frequent flyer number in then it would have worked. So I, that's sort of my caveat there is I think it's too much of a pain to book frontier with a third party, which kind of sounds stupid. You should be able to book a flight with a third party. So still a win, Mark, still all that a stuff? win.
2: I still, I do all that
0: stuff at the airport to save the 20 bucks, but yeah. That's what I was going to ask too.
2: That's the airline that charges you less if you go to the airport, right?
0: Well, yeah. Frontier, Spirit, uh, Allegiant, basically all those, the, the low cost carriers. But yeah, I'll never deal with Frontier again after dealing with them with the pandemic and how strict they were on their vouchers and everything and just how unwilling they were to work with anything and extend anything. And then the flight wasn't great to Vegas. Coming back, it was fine. But two was, you know, yeah. So never again. We're for all day, every day over Frontier for sure. But I'm just more when about you pay forty nine dollars, you're sucked into their ecosystem. They got you. See, they got you with that the, the forty nine dollars. Now you're gonna you're gonna take it anytime you can.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if you add the forty nine dollars to what I paid for the flight, I've already it's cheaper than any other option I could have gotten, and more convenient. More importantly, because it actually comes, it's a night flight on like Friday night, and then we come back Monday, and so the times work perfectly. So. That's he's, the thing about it the hard being from Vegas, like hard these sale. are these low cost. Ca- no, it sucks. Cause I wish I had like a full service airline that was as convenient. I would
0: No, you know. True. Yeah. I mean, you are, you are, whatever airport you're at, that's usually, you know, what dictates what airline you use and what works best and all
1: that. So I can't blame you. Let's move on to the next thing. Everybody out there can uh, tell me what they did. I think probably half the people out there listening got the $49 status themselves. And, uh, yeah, because they all got sucked
0: into the hype, and they were just like, hey, I'm going to get, even though I have flown Frontier in, in seven years, $49, why will not I do it, you know, just in case? Yeah, they just
1: don't have the <laughs> same self-discipline and control like Mark and myself, you know? Well, I'm already, I've already exactly. come out ahead, so now I don't have to worry, but I have flown Frontier, but I've already come out ahead. I'm, I'm happy with this. We will see how terrible, I'm sure the flights will be delayed, and it'll be miserable just so you guys can make fun of me. And I have to come back here with my tail between my legs and tell you all about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I, I so hope so. I mean, I don't want to be mean, but <laughs> it would be so great.
0: It'd be great podcast.
1: Instead of Editor- great radio, great
0: podcast. Editor Marcus, like,
1: excellent. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned for that. All right. So this week, uh, we learned some interesting Vegas news Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas, the old Hard Rock opening in a couple weeks. And we learned that they have a policy not allowing any outside food or drinks. And we're talking about that. We talked about that on this week's MTM Vegas, our Vegas video podcast on the YouTube channel. So I'll plug that youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. But it got us thinking, Mark, talking about all the times that we sneak in stuff and sneaking in stuff in general. And then you said something that your parents love to sneak stuff in all the time in the hotel. So I thought we would just reminisce about (sighs) all the crazy times we snuck stuff in and maybe talk a little bit about what we think about this policy.
0: Yeah, my my parents, man. They are the bring the whole cooler everywhere they go. Drag it through the lobby, full of stuff, people. No matter where we go. I mean, sometimes it's fine like if you're going to like a Disney resort, it's kind of expected or whatever. Or if you're going to like a beach a beach resort in Michigan or whatever, that's just kind of the norm, but like you could be like the magnific- magnificent mile in Chicago. They're bringing a cooler. Like <laughs> If they drive there, they're bringing a cooler. And it's not, I don't even think it's really to save money. It's just, like, they want the convenience of the stuff there. We all met up in uh, the Keys a couple years ago. And even when they fly in somewhere, first thing they do is stop at the store and buy, like, $100 worth of groceries to take to the room. Because they're, like, snackers and they want, you know, their Gatorade and their, their pop and a bottle of vodka and... All these snacks and crackers and cheese and all this random stuff. So they go to the store and they have like a full like array of food when you get there. Like we don't even need to go out to eat because they're like, oh, do you want to have this? We have this up in our room if you want, you know, if you want to have a snack or whatever. I'm like, no, but they'll go to the pool bar and spend a ton of money at the pool bar. So it's not even like that. So I don't know what it is. They like the convenience, I guess, but sometimes it is a little embarrassing. I might like as an adult. Let them check in and then come in a little bit later (laughs) (laughs) and be like, "Ah." I'm like, dude, leave it. No, leave it. Leave it. Like even if they're flying somewhere, they might even buy like a styrofoam cooler and bring it in. But no matter where they go, they're bringing like a whole fridge worth of food with them. It's insane. And they end up taking a whole bunch of it home. But that's my mom, man. She just loves to snack and she loves to have all that stuff available to her whenever she wants. I mean, I'll bring snacks and drinks and everything. It's not like I won't, but the cooler, it gets me, man. The big blue igloo cooler comes traveling. <laughs> That's Is what I it love it. Big... Is it convenient to drag that behind you? I guess. Well, it's convenient that you don't have to walk downstairs to go buy a $7 coffee or something. You just, like, have your drink there. I don't know. Joe, besides, like, bringing 1,000 eggs when you travel, like, do you sneak some stuff into the hotel?
2: Like, do you bring hey, snacks will... with you? Do you bring a case yeah. of beer when you go to Vegas? What do you What do you do? That wasn't sneaking, by the way. Those <laughs> eggs were totally legit. But uh, yeah, I was thinking about this, and I really feel like the only time I sneak food in is at movie theaters, which I haven't been to in a year, of course. That's the only time I ever really think about sneaking food. I will, of course, buy a gigantic case of Diet Coke when I get to a hotel or something like that. And, you know, if I don't have easy access to that, but that's generally that and Doritos are the main things that I make sure to stock up on. Uh, that's in the, the gamer hotel. on you, the Doritos exactly yep get those halo codes or whatever (laughs) mountain dew code red but um i admit i don't even know if we can go back to the policy at the las vegas hotels like i don't even know like which ones are the virgin hotels in las vegas i don't know if i haven't been there for so long or i don't sometimes i don't know who owns what so which hotels are these exactly
0: it's a new one opening up it's going to be it's taking the place of hard rock
1: it's it's british joe so it's one hotel but it's called virgin hotels Okay, so British. it's not so a, a hotel- British way of saying it. The name is Virgin Hotels. Okay, yeah. so it's not a hotel that I should have known yet. So it's
2: it's no, just this yep. this hotel hasn't opened
1: yet, and then this is the policy that they came up with? Yep. Yeah, apparently the old Hard Rock, which is what it's replacing, so it's it's in the place of the old Hard Rock Hotel, had this policy too. And uh, we've learned some other hotels have this policy officially. So we don't know quite what it, how it's going to be enforced. But yeah, I mean, essentially they're saying no outside food or drink. So I, I guess that they're probably trying to prevent people from bringing coolers. A la uh, Mark's parents, who knows how it all goes. Uh, in the yeah, but it, like,
0: it includes water and stuff. And water is notoriously overpriced in hotels, like $10 for a bottle of Fiji type of craziness. Or you always see those big bottles like, hey, if you want this, it's $7 and it's crap water. And, and that's included in this. Like, I can understand, like, no party or whatever. But if you want to bring a case of water, not even a case, like a couple bottles of water, they're going to give you pushback on that. I doubt that they'll enforce it. It's probably just in their pocket so that they have that option in case you're making an issue or if you're carrying a big cooler through like my parents. So sorry, mom and dad, you're not staying at Virgin Hotels in Vegas anytime soon. But I'm sure it's like a backup thing. They just want it in writing so they have it there. But still, I I thought it'd be fun to talk about what we bring with us when we go to the hotel, how much food we bring. Like when I was at Lincoln Vegas, Buddy brought a case of beer with them, we had a fridge there, so we put it in the case, and while we're sitting out on the, the patio, we would pulled beer from there. We also went to the pool bar and got some drinks, so it's not like we were trying to avoid spending money at the pool bar, but it's a convenience factor. The pool bar closes, you still want to hang out outside, so you have it there. You know, we bought some stuff at the party store or the gift shop on the way up to the room as well.
1: It just makes it easier. Yeah, what I about like pregame too. ships? It's
0: all got a pregame for sure. Joe, did you
1: sneak Pre- uh, booze on the Disney cruises? You oh on? you can't
2: you can't. They they check everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. they go through all you your pour stuff.
0: Out, you pour out the scope and then you pour the liquor in
2: and then you put well, a little yeah. food color in there and then you're good to go. I suppose you <laughs> could do that, but like they, they'll throw out your surge protectors. I mean they've updated their policy. I think all cruise ships like check how much alcohol you bring on and stuff yeah. like that. But
0: usually they let you bring wine on, right? Like a bottle
2: or two of wine or something. Yeah, so every cruise line has their own limits and you can bring a couple on. You know, on the beer in your room thing, I I feel like it would be bad business for them to not let you have beer in your room because what happens is like you have beer at your room and you drink it, but then that leaves that keeps you in the hotel longer. Like you're not going out and stuff like that. So I, I feel like overall, and then of course, I mean, what do they expect? Like they expect if you're at a bachelor party or something, you're just going to order room service. Like that's not going to happen. But you want your people in the hotel, so I do feel like this is a policy that they are just like kind of CYA. But you know, I I think overall. I, I would be surprised. I mean maybe we'll see a viral video of Mark's parents getting thrown out of Virgin's Virgin <laughs> hotels with a cooler we, But We other should than do that, that. I think we'll we, be okay. I'm book
0: yeah, it please for do them. that. Please do that. <laughs> let's do let's do a test. Let's book a room, Sean, and do a test and bring a cooler and see if they say anything when we check in and we'll videotape the whole thing and we'll know for sure. Is this a policy that they're going to enforce com or not? Slash
1: miles to memories. So I got <laughs> it this week. No, I mean so speaking of cruises, because I wanted to know, like, if if anybody else, because I have snuck booze on a cruise before, and there's these like, how'd you do it? Plastic. Should... Oh, there's the these bladder things bag, that you yes. can buy on Amazon. Yeah, it's like a bladder bag that's designed just for that, and it evades the X-ray scanners. And you put the, you know, has a comes with a funnel. You pour the booze in there, and then you wrap this, you know, basically, essentially a big giant plastic flask in a sweater or whatever, and then it makes it through. So. I've done that before. I Again, we There's are middle aged men. Okay. It's a little ridiculous. There's YouTube but.
0: videos of people like uncorking bottles of wine and pouring scotch or bourbon, whatever they want into it and then showing you how to reseal it so it looks like how to uncap it uncork it and then reseal it so it looks like it's a fresh bottle of wine, so they can't say anything. So if you ever wanna do that for cruising, just YouTube it.
1: There's
0: a whole bunch of stuff out there. It's crazy the lakes, just let them bring a bottle of vodka on who
1: cares, you know, let us know, email, email, Mark at miles Let them know where everywhere you've snuck drinks and food into all the crazy places. And if we get some emails, we'll, we'll share them. But, uh, I'm sure people have crazy family members who do all kinds of crazy stuff at hotels. That would be like a good topic to hear from people about like the quirky things our family members do along the way. I got no good transition, Joe. So we're just going to go into talking about Disneyland because Disneyland's going to be allowed to reopen all of a sudden. Kind of uh, sudden news this last week. California said as of April 1st, theme parks can reopen depending on the tier. And are you booking your ticket? I cannot because I do not live in California. Someone who I will
2: not name mentioned that he felt bad because the state that he lives in has let Californians in this entire time. And now that California is opening up, he's not allowed in, but he shall not be named. But uh, yeah, before I get to Disneyland news, cause that's what we'll have more to talk about. I wanna note, there's like a bunch of theme park news that has happened in this last week. So today, Disney World announced that their Ratatouille ride is gonna open on October 1st. But then to kind of counter that, Universal announced that their VelociCoaster is opening this summer. Also, Universal, I think, announced that Halloween Horror Nights will be back this fall, so that's pretty exciting. But then the big news, of course, is that theme parks are going to be allowed to reopen starting April 1st in California. Uh, Newsom kind of changed the tiers. Sean and Greg spoke about this on Disney Hacks. They covered it pretty well, and I'm sure they'll cover all the other news that has released about Ratatouille and Velocicoaster in the next Disney Hacks. But I think it's pretty exciting that Disneyland's reopening. It sounds like they're calling back like 10,000 cast members, so it's great to see people getting their jobs back. And yeah, I think it's just, um, you know, like I said, I got my vaccine, so I'm feeling pretty positive thinking about uh, Disney World trips. But yeah, unfortunately, I can't go to Disneyland yet until California drops the uh, no-non-residents visiting rule we're gonna
0: drink around the world in epcot then
2: yes let's go yeah on our way to the mcdonald's let's do it
1: (laughs) i mean we really do have to do it at the biggest mcdonald's we should
2: hide we should actually it's more fun to drink around the world but you know if we need some extra alcohol we can buy one of those flask pouches that sean was talking about yeah just shove it down
1: your pants sean and walk in (laughs) there you go it's funny. There was a uh, story this week about a man getting arrested for not wanting to leave Disney Springs. And Benji shared it in our Slack and says, I didn't know Mark was at uh, Disney World. Boom. We all have our little inns there. Boom.
0: Disney Springs. Yeah. Love it. Excited for Disneyland
1: and, uh, and and this news. And all the parks, Universal Studios has a new ride sitting there. So they good to get them open. Six Flags for all the crazy roller coasters and uh, all the other stuff. So it's, it's good. So they won't let me in. I'm over here in Vegas. So I guess I have to go to Texas and Florida to uh, get my theme park on. Frontier
2: in it there. Nice.
1: So <laughs> <this is> classy. <laughs> nice. Nice.
2: So you said this on Disney hacks, have they given any more clarity? It sounds like, or people are thinking that once California drops the no visitation rule overall, then it won't matter for themes parks. Is that kind of what people are thinking?
1: Yeah, they think that right now they have a travel advisory against people traveling into the state, even though it's not forbidden or anything. And so the thinking is when they release release that or relinquish that, they'll allow uh, them to have out-of-state visitors. And the initial reopening will only be a 15% capacity as well. So they're going to start small. And then as they go along, I'm sure they'll be able to have more guests and that'll be easier to open it up to out-of-state people. But no doubt people in California have to be truly excited Disneyland has now been closed for just about a year and a few days, it'll be a year and it'll be over a year before it opens. And Bob Checkback did say that they will open late April. So Disneyland's not going to open April 1st, but they are having a food festival at California adventure through March and parts of April. And then sometime in late April, the happiest place on earth will come back. That's exciting. Even if you don't like Disney, just because it means that maybe things are getting a little bit back to normal and that's good. And then of course we have to finish the show. With Mark's ongoing saga with City and his preferential treatment as a blogger and everything else that happened this week, <laughs> oh boy! Because, you know we we know you're getting all this uh, special treatment over here, Mark. Take it away.
0: Yeah, forty-seven phone calls to City, special treatment. So you know, I gave you guys the rundown of the craziness that happened with City uh, last episode, and then after that, I had to call multiple times. You know, basically like every day, every other day for fraud. And then, like, the Thursday before I left for Vegas, I got another fraud. I called, got it cleared up, and then went to pay for an oil change, which was, like, $60. And the guy had to, like, schlup across the oil change place slowly and was like, hey, your card was declined. Do you have another one? And I was like, really? I just called them, like, two hours ago to get this released. Sure, I buddy. Sure. It's, so, sure, it's so embarrassing.
2: Yeah, that happens. I, it's just
0: when it happens at like a self checkout, you're like, okay, moving on to it the next one. Should not happen to the alpha turkey, okay?
2: The alpha <laughs> turkey should not for sixty dollars. <laughs> <on>. for sixty
0: dollars, <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, I didn't even call after that. I was like, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm not gonna deal with this anymore. Even though I'm going to Vegas on the next day, Friday, I'm like, I'm gonna take the card with me, and it's gonna get declined. And I was waiting for it to. De- get declined and be super embarrassing. But on Friday morning, I got a uh, message from City that said, hey, we want to talk to you about your fraud thing. And I was like, no, I'm not calling you back. I don't have time. I'm trying to get everything lined up before I get on my flight. And then I got a second call that said they were from the executive office. And he's going to look into my account and call back if you have any questions. So I'm like, okay, maybe this guy knows what he's doing. And by the time I get to Vegas, like everything will be fine. Well, in Vegas, you know, it's working fine. A couple times, every time I hand it out, I'm like, waiting for them to come back and say, sir, your card has been declined. And we were at Legacy Club. There was eight of us, and the bill was like $380. I paid, and everybody gave me cash um, because I have friends that spend cash, so it's good for me when I travel with them. So I was waiting for her to come back and say it was declined. It went through. Everything went through fine. And I was like, okay. They figured it out. It's all good. Well, the guy calls me back on Tuesday. I wasn't planning on calling him back at all because everything was working. I'm like, whatever. So he calls me back, and he says, yeah, I wanted to, you know, touch base with you and let you know that I've researched your account and saw your article and that's why I reached out. And I was like, okay, that's probably not great because, you know, it wasn't the most flattering article for them, but whatever. And he's like, yeah. And I called the head of the fraud department and, you know, to talk to him about this. And he had already read your article. Like it was shared around the company, <laughs> which is weird. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's All like, eyes you on know, you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like everybody's probably looking at my account and seeing all these weird charges okay cool probably he, listening to this podcast right
2: now yeah. thanks mark drawing attention to us
0: yeah hello all of city and uh he's like yeah you, you know it's been thrown around and and we want to thank you for bringing it to our attention so that we knew there was an issue but the funny thing is like I, you know after i wrote the article i thought it was, this was like a one-off crazy thing but a lot of people reached out or commented or emailed me or you know friends said I've had a similar experience. Like we've ran through the same thing. So this isn't like a one-off thing. This has been years and years of problems. So you'd think they would already know that it's a problem. But maybe this is the red light. He said, I listened to your phone calls and none of that should have happened. It was inconsistent and it was kind of crazy and I apologize. And we're retraining people and we're looking at our systems and we're even looking at like new accounts and how they're interacted with and if our system flags things that shouldn't be flagged for new accounts. So he made it seem like they're really serious about this. I mean, if the head of fraud has read about it, I would assume that it's a serious thing, but we'll see if it actually helps out or changes anything. He offered 10,000 points as an apology for dealing with all of it, which that's great. I would, I said, the phone call is enough for me. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't need anything, but I appreciate it. And it it did mean a lot that they just reached out and said, Hey, we're taking this seriously. Now, if that will lead to anything, who knows? I hope it does, but you know, their IT is stuck in the 80s. So maybe they just can't, I don't know. But it was weird how every time I called it was a different set of requirements to to get my account verified. And I'm like that was the biggest thing. Like every time I called it was something different. That's annoying. Like if you send me a text saying, "Hey, did you make this charge?" and I say, "Yes," that's fine. Or even if I call like every third time or whatever, but to just switch it up all the time and he agreed. So, super cool guy, super nice
1: about it. Hopefully it helps people in the future. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> And then, of course, you got called out in the comments when you wrote the post about this, <laughs> yeah. saying that you got special treatment because uh, you got given 10,000 points because you were a blogger. They didn't they, even specify yeah.
0: the points. They just said, oh, bloggers yeah. getting special treatment again, which I don't know. I, I guess the point, maybe the points wouldn't happen, but I feel like other companies I've dealt with before I wrote for the site, I'd get similar compensation when things went wrong. Like Delta, The uh, I had Comfort Plus and the, the screen didn't work for movies. And I sent them a message, and they gave me ten thousand miles. You know, so it is yeah, what it there's is. There's No special
1: treatment. I mean, they they saw it because maybe you have a bigger voice, and maybe that yeah. that brings attention to it. Uh, but yeah, there's no special treatment there, and certainly I I'm ma- sure that they would have different calls. <laughs> they would have rather that we didn't share that, right? I mean, uh, we yeah. share it to to try to be honest about our experiences. So
0: yeah, and I could have totally not written it or said they didn't offer me anything, but. I want to share that and then hopefully it helps people in the future it is what it you're is. a hero
1: mark you are a true american mm-hmm.
0: hero the turkey comes to took down city yeah. <laughs> not really the but for turkey, <laughs> turkey saves except right, for right. everybody's going to still be frauded going forward i'm sure but uh, we'll see hopefully it i mean it is something and we we talked about this in the last episode um you know the customer experience does matter and that's something city lacks in and it always has so Hopefully they take it seriously and they, they make the adjustments because nobody else has this type of hoops you have to jump through just to get your account verified. So I don't know why they have this process. You know, hopefully they figure out something that's a little bit easier to deal with.
1: Well, let us know. Like I said, part four coming when they. After uh, I shouldn't say that on the podcast. I'm
2: the, the turk. No, now. but that. that. <laughs>
1: I do I did worry about like everybody eyes on
0: the account. Uh that's something that you definitely worry about just because you never know, but, but We'll see I mean, he was like looking at my well. account while he was looking at my account while he was on the phone with me. So, I guess
1: yeah, I mean you're not doing you're actually a good customer. <laughs> you use your cards a lot and yeah. uh, they were able to verify that they did you wrong. Glad they were able to make it right. Hopefully, like you said, more importantly, hopefully they fix it cuz that's the problem a lot of times with these banks is they're so big. It's so bureaucratic. It's hard to actually get stuff fixed, even if somebody wants to. So let's move on to rapid fire. Mark, what you got? All right. My rapid fire is for Zoe.
0: She writes about travel to Bhutan, which is a smaller country that's bordered up to India. Not a lot of people travel to. So she shares her experience doing it and like how you can do it. They have a lot of weird rules. They charge a daily fee to tourists, like $250 a day which is kind of insane when you think about it. I even asked Ryan, who's been to like 140 some countries, hey, have you been there yet? And he's like, no, it's been off because I pushed it off because of those fees. And their whole thinking behind it is they they want tourists that are there, you know, good tourists, basically, people that can afford to be there. They don't want a lot of backpackers in there. They want to keep countryside pristine and their culture intact. And they have a lot of cool stuff to check out. So... I just found it really interesting. It's probably, well, it's definitely somewhere I'll probably never, I say probably, but I definitely will never go there, um, especially with the fees involved. But it's still cool to read other people's experience about it and learn about a place that I've never read about or, you know, knew all these intricacies of it. So check it out. Zoe always has interesting stuff to share. So that's mine. How about you, Joe?
2: My rapid fire is that uh, Amex has elevated offers on the delta gold card and uh danny wrote up you know how you can see if you're eligible for that so uh, it's pretty exciting i every time i can get a delta gold card this one is not one that has no lifetime language but every time i can get one i always get one since um I do love Delta miles, even though they're not worth uh, that much. But uh, having a lot of them, you know, volume makes up for value. So, yeah, check that out.
0: <laughs> just have a lot of Delta Sky miles, and then it doesn't matter. That's what Benji always
2: says.
1: Yeah. Devaluation I mean, don't me- matter.
2: Just earn more, and you're fine. <laughs> if, you, if you have millions of pesos, it's got to be worth something.
1: <laughs> what about you, Sean? Well, speaking of airlines, Ryan had a great uh, article, a great resource on the website about how far in advance you can book your flight, which you might want to know just because you might want to be looking for award space or, you know, when they release a schedule for a popular flight. Usually it's about a a year out, but sometimes 330 days, sometimes 355, sometimes 11 months. So we have it for pretty much every major airline in the world that you would yeah, know. Yeah, he did it. So. He did
0: it for award travel, uh, cash prices, and partner booking. So it's got everything. Super yep. awesome guide. Definitely bookmark it. Check it out. I'll definitely use it going forward. Um, I don't know if Frontier's on there, but uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, actually, one year. Uh, and one
1: year uh, is, is the answer. So,
0: but if you pay forty nine dollars, you-, you get it one year too. Oh, sorry. I thought it was gonna be good. Better. No, not. All right, moving on.
1: Man, you're so bitter, Mark. You're so bitter <laughs> that I got the status. I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous. I know. I know. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Joe, Where when people aren't listening to this podcast, where can they find you?
2: You can find me at As Joe Flies all over social media. If you are looking to book a trip to Disney or Disneyland or Universal, uh, you can shoot me an email, net. That's only if you're booking with cash. If you want to book with miles and points, though, uh, feel free to reach out.
1: I can help you that's do that, That's too many rules, Joe. It's just too many rules you got going there.
2: I mean... Only okay. if you're
0: cash rich
2: I, and points poor, you reach out to Joe. Well, the problem with Disney is, even if you're points rich, it's tough to use in there. So that's why True. it's the True. only thing. I mean, I can I can book yeah, hotels for you, but why would you want to do that when you can use it? When's the points? Arrival Plus coming back? So we have
0: that another bonus to use for Disney stuff, like... They just kind of like in the middle of the night pulled that card and never heard another thing about it. It was nice to have that because you could actually get it where the
2: venture card is like impossible to get, at least for me. It is like they uh, took it out back and just yeah, put it to sleep. Anyway, where can we find you, Mark,
0: on that positive <laughs> note? Uh, on Twitter at DetroitMark. Email me, Mark at miles dot Join our Facebook groups. We're looking for a head moderator uh, in the group, so we're looking to you know, add somebody that's super into it and is going to re-energize the group and help me out managing all of that stuff, but I'm in there all the time. Or comment on any of the articles on the website. I'll get back to you there. Lots of ways to reach out. Join our Patreon Diamond group. How
1: about you, Sean? MilestoneMemories.com, 45 or so articles per week. And of course, our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash miles memories. And as you said, our Patreon, where we have bonus content at patreon.com forward slash miles to memories, the discord group, Facebook group, great banter, really fun community. So check it out. That's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. See you later. See you next week.
2: sean <laughs> yeah. i think i think
0: he's, I, I he's still you, pissed he promise, stormed I off i promise
1: you i know exactly what he did you would think uh yeah ryan wrote it you, great... you would think i was gonna say it and then he like the timing was weird i was like i'll just drop it in anyway you would think hey right. you you
2: got delta you're the alpha turkey in the sean delta really
0: hey i'd rather have sky pesos than frontier whatever their program is i'll tell you that much <laughs>
1: How All right, John, you, back I'm to you. Gonna, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say I would rather have Frontier Miles. Than, uh,
0: than you start. were thinking about it, though. You're like, how do I want to die? No, in I was field? just trying to figure out how,
1: yeah, do I double down Exactly. I'm like, do I give in here?